Hey listeners, welcome to episode two of Methuen Matters. I'm your host, Jessica Finicaro. The coronavirus pandemic is here, so today I'm interviewing owner of AFC Urgent Care in Methuen and North Andover, Lisa Savignelli-Williams. COVID-19 is unprecedented. There's lots of confusion around diagnosis. People are worried. It's on everybody's mind. So let's learn more about testing. So if you or someone you know get symptoms, you'll know what to do. This is such an important issue. We have my friend Adelaide Gonzalez with us too, and he'll translate these critical instructions into Spanish as well. So, uh, so let's get started right away. Um, so Lisa, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? So I own um, the AFCs in North Andover and Methuen, uh, Mass. I, right now I'm in charge of like our community relations. We have someone who's operating them for us. Um, I'm from Haverhill, Massachusetts. Um, I lived in North Andover for 13 years and uh, we opened up our first urgent care in 2012. Um, and I have five kids, <laughs> a blended family. Uh, my husband is Tom DeLacy. Um, two, uh, two boys, three girls, and a dog. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Um, and, uh, I'm, just, I'm, just, you know, I'm just a regular person. Yep, yep. And uh, thank you very much, Adelie, for uh, joining us. Could you uh, share a little bit about yourself? Oh, my name is Adelie Gonzalez. I'm a current resident at Lawrence. I used to be a former school committee member in Lawrence. Right now, I'm a community activist, and I'm also part of the Ed Markey campaign. Great. Thank you very much for joining us. So, um, you know, and don't worry, anybody who's listening to this, we are uh, definitely practicing social distancing uh, with the coronavirus. This is a remote uh, podcast, so apologies if uh, anything doesn't sound like as good quality as it would normally in the studio, but uh, we're doing the best that we can. This is a very serious thing, so I'm, I'm excited that we have Lisa, and I'll just uh, jump right into this. So Lisa, how can listeners who have symptoms of the coronavirus, they don't know whether or not they have it, uh, they're worried, how can they get help from AFC, where to go, when, and how? So um, people in the Merrimack Valley, you can go to my Methuen location, located on 380R Merrimack Street um, in Methuen. We test every single day if you have symptoms, if you have a fever, a cough, a shortness of breath, um, when you get there, um, you call the number, uh, 978-975-0700. Um, and you are triaged over the phone, um, and a provider, um, a healthcare worker will come out and, uh, and evaluate you. Right. That's great. They come right out to the car. Yeah. You, at some, you, you don't leave your car the entire time. So that is every single day. Um, and then, um, so we're trying to this weekend actually do, um, and that is actually called curbside testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the weekends, we're going to start, we're going to start drive-through testing and drive-through testing. We can say anywhere between 250 and 300 people. 
Wow, that's interesting. I didn't actually realize there was a difference between the curbside and the drive-through up and kind of hearing them interchangeable. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, but I do urge people in the community, if you are having symptoms to be tested. Now, um, what are, you know, what are some of those symptoms? So the biggest, of course, is a fever. Um, short anything um, upper respiratory so it's a fever shortness of breath um, some people are saying that they have lost a sense of taste and smell um, but the the biggest one is um, a fever and a cough okay and uh, Adderley could you uh, catch uh, our Spanish speakers uh, up to speed with where we're at yeah entonces, como la directora Lisa, que tiene locaciones en Metuen y Andove, quieren dejar saber que ellos tienen locaciones en Metuen, en la 380 Merrimack Street, donde la gente puede ir y ser procesado por el proceso, a ver si tienen los síntomas. Y ella dice que los síntomas más confirmados es si tienen fiebre o tienen una tos. Entonces, cuando uno llama al 978-975-0770, un trabajador se pone en contacto con ustedes, sale afuera al parqueo, no se tiene que salir del carro, y le hacen un chequeo si tienen los síntomas del, del COVID-19. Entonces, lo que pasa es los síntomas son fiebre, casos respiratorios, si siente que no puede uh, sentir por la nariz olor, o tiene fiebre, otra cosa. Esos son síntomas de lo que puede pasar con el COVID-19. Great, thank you very much. Um, and uh, you know, that's actually great that you're doing that because I uh, I speak a tiny bit, but it would be so awful and nobody would be able to understand my message. So thank you, Adderley. Um, so, uh, so those are some of the symptoms. Uh, that's how you can get tested. Uh, now, what about uh, what about insurance? That's something that I've heard a lot about. I've heard that uh, it's about two hundred dollars for uh, the test if you don't have insurance. Is there a payment plan? Is 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 there any government plans in place? Like, how how do we help people with this? So right now, the most important thing to stop the spread is for people. People need to be tested. We take all insurances. I'm not accepting a copay for anybody that has insurances. Um, we use two labs, Quest and, and DPH, the Department of Public Health lab. Um, they might receive a bill from these labs, um, but right now we are, we are not taking a payment from people who don't have insurance. Gotcha. Como dice la directora, ella está diciendo que ellos no le están cobrando copayment a la persona que tengan o no tengan seguro médico al momento. Lo único que tiene, la gente tiene que saber que cuando estos resultados se mandan a un laboratorio, ellos le pueden mandar un bill con cuánto le, le van a cobrar y ellos no pueden quitarle ese, esa, ese dinero porque como es una persona diferente que no es parte de su oficina, el laboratorio tiene que hacer su mismo proceso, entonces le van a dar un bill de le van a dar un bill de lo, el proceso de, del examen y eso es algo que tienen que saber pero como ahora ellos cogen seguro 
y lo que no tienen seguro y no le van a cobrar, solamente el laboratorio le va a mandar un bill. Thank you. And, uh, and I think that's really important. And uh, kudos to AFC for doing that. I, I think that's incredible that you guys uh, aren't charging anything. It's a, a great uh, model also for other uh, medical facilities. I hope that they do the same. Um, you know, looking at one thing I want to note for anybody listening, uh, I've got a lot of questions about this. If you are you supposed to go to your certain hospital in town or whatever? You know, that's that's not how any of this works. Uh, if you uh, if you're listening to this and you want to go to AFC, Masewin, you don't have to live in Masewin. Uh, you, you know, if you're in the Merrimack Valley and that's convenient to you, that's where you should be going. Um, and uh, so there's no boundaries <laughs> on um, medical care. Especially with a, we, we're right now, we're in a, we're in a crisis right now. Um, we're working with both hospitals, um, Holy Family and Lawrence General. Um, mm. Holy Family is testing uh, certain parts of the day. Lawrence General is, is there, there. The hospitals are testing the most critical patients. We're testing patients um, that have um, upper, upper respiratory problems. But we're all working together, and I think that's really important. Um, and we have to during this time. The hospitals are preparing right now to treat their really sick patients. Mm. That's that's really uh, useful to know. Um, what, now, what about some precautions against coronavirus? You you hear a lot of mixed things, um, and I know that myself and a lot of people I know are being careful, and I'm. Uh, arguing with people to to be careful. I, some people I know are reluctant uh, and and you know want to keep going out. And uh, you know, what would your advice to them be? Well, I think the big thing, of course, is social distancing. And I know it's really hard for people, especially. I mean, I have um, I have five teenagers um, and well, young adults, I should say. It's yeah. really hard to keep them home. And if you look at the CDC data, if you look at the data just from the state, I mean, look at the population of people that are testing positive. A lot of them are in between, uh, you know, 20, you know, that, that 20 to 30 range. Um, they're, young, they're young adults. And I know that's really hard um, for people to do. And, you know, isolation is, is hard. It's depressing. But during this time, like, we, we have to do it. It's very hard, but we have to do it. One other thing I want to add. So when, after you are tested, you have mm -hmm. to stay home for two weeks. Yeah. It's very important that you, that you do stay home for two weeks. Even if the test comes back negative, it could be a false positive or a false negative. You still mm -hmm. have to stay home for those two weeks. You still have to be quarantined for two weeks. Um, just for safety pre precautions. So I think that's a real important message to give out to everyone. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was working with a, a resident earlier where they were trying to figure out, they realized that they didn't have, you know, a, a basement or an extra room uh, in the event of needing to be quarantined. They weren't sick yet, but they were just kind of, you know, thinking about that issue. And uh, and it's true, there's a lot of people who don't have a, a ideal home situation for uh, quarantining and, and so then it's important to reach out to uh, officials and get some guidance on that. Uh, maybe you have a family member that has a space uh, that you can be in that's not going to um, 
put at risk uh, other family members, uh, maybe lean on some friends. And if not, you know, definitely reach out to medical personnel and city officials to uh, get some guidance so that we can figure that out and help you. But the big thing, of course, is washing your hands, washing clothes and washing anything. And, and not, um, I, I, of course, if anybody wants some real guidance, look to the um, CDC. Mm-hmm. The CDC guidelines, I think I actually posted them on my Facebook page and I can send them to you. They have the most up-to-date current information and that's what every healthcare provider follows. because they, They're always following the CDC guidelines. Adderley, would you mind uh, giving the update as to where we are now? Yeah, so, la persona tienen que saber que ellos están, cuando uno tiene una, unos síntomas que son muy criticales, se le dice que por favor vayan a los hospitales. Para la clínica es casos que están más bajos y no son problemáticos. Entonces la persona que se siente no síntima, pero no está crítica, que se sienten que le falta el aire o la presión en el pecho o fiebre, tiene, pueden ir a la clínica. Pero si es muy critical, por favor vayan a los hospitales, a Lores General o al Holy Family. Y muchas cosas que tenemos que practicar es la distancia social, que es muy importante, de seis pies, que todos tenemos que estar, porque si estamos más cercanos, lo podemos pasar. Y lo más afectado ahora mismo eh, son los individuales de la edad de 20 a 30 años, pero es más fatal a la gente que tiene 40 o más años de edad. Y la mejor cosa que hacer, si usted va y hace la examinación y en las dos semanas dicen que sale negativo, como quiera, quédense lejos de la persona porque probablemente si uno no se cuida, le puede dar de nuevo. Entonces, recuérdense de lavarse la mano, lavar las ropas, usar lo, la cosa de desinfectar todas las cosas en su casa. Y por ahora, por favor, inteligentemente quédense en su casa y no lo cojan de otro lado. Thank you. That's that's really helpful. Um, I'm so jealous no. right now that I don't know Spanish. I'm so <laughs> mad. One thing I told my daughters to learn: learn Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I worked on it, uh, and uh, and yeah, it's not up to par. <laughs> um, but uh, but I would say this is the the beauty of being. <laughs> at home it's one yep. of the things you can even learn another language 100 um yep. now i know that you know this is a larger conversation uh and one that's happening on a national and even global scale um you know so i don't want to get you know too much into it but i i wanted to see if there was anything with the experience that you've had in the past couple of weeks um you know challenges that you've had lesson learned for you know, in the future that you think uh, either on a, a state or federal letter level that we're going to need to do better um, for our, our medical communities and, uh, you know, maybe some issues um, that, that you guys are facing or uh, some things that you guys would even like to do in the future. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? So it's interesting. Um, I think this uh, coronavirus is evolving. I, I don't think anybody knew the scale. Um, oh, I don't think anybody really understood what we were dealing with. And we can blame this person or that person. But um, even in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't even understand what was going to happen. I, I got it. 
a text message from a friend of mine who's a physician in Boston uh, about a month ago. And he says, you know, get supplies for your parents for a month. And I said, what? He goes, no, you need to get supplies for your parents for a month. I'm like, mm. That's when, you know, it kind of really hit me what we were dealing with. I mean, New York was blowing up, you know, but I didn't realize how much it kind of spread into Massachusetts. And, and that's when I kind of realized what we were dealing with. And I don't think we're going to really understand the scope of this until it's kind of, uh, and, until the end. I, I don't think we've, we've hit our peak here in Massachusetts. I think we're probably going to hit that in the next couple of weeks, or that's what they're predicting. Uh, like I said, I, I, um, I follow the CDC, you know, I get the, the updates, you know, daily. Mm. Uh, um, and I, I do think there's a lot of people out there that have this that are just not being tested. Um, I think there needs to be a lot of, in the Merrimack Valley, there, there's a lot of information that needs to get out there um, because you can carry it for 14 days with no symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, you just, you just spreading it around. So I think the key right now, and this is the reason why the governor of course is shut down Massachusetts until May 4th is to keep people home and to keep people safe. Yeah, that's, that's really important. And, uh, I know, I know it's been a challenge to keep, uh, healthcare professionals safe right. uh, with the um, lack of PPE. And for anybody who keeps hearing that uh, knows it means mass. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that they know that it means mass and other things, but they don't know right. personal, what it means. <laughs> personal protective equipment. Yep, exactly. Uh, and and how how is AFC managing that? Uh, and you so know, we're, so like so like everyone. So apparently, I was on the phone last week with the Department of Public Health. So I don't know if everybody knows the process here. So everything is managed right now by the federal government. Um, Massachusetts put in a bid apparently for supplies. They got twelve percent, and this is of course what DPH told me of what they asked for because everything right now is going to New York. Uh, we did get, you know, a massive shipment and we are in desperate need. It's the reason why I have one clinic operating right now. Um, I, it's the reason why North Andover is not open is because of basically lack of supplies. And I'm trying to keep, you know, number one thing is keep your staff safe, right? A lot of the hospitals, you know, doctors are testing positive, nurses are testing positive. Um, the best way for us to keep the staff safe really is to do these drive, um, these massive drive-through testing is from what my medical director has explained and the director of operations has explained to me. Um, we don't go through as, as much PPE um, as we do on a daily basis, if we can do like a, a mass screening, we can screen as many as 250 to 350 in one day. Mm. We can test every day, but if we can do the massive screening, we can test with the massive amount of people. Um, and the P so the PPE also um, degrades uh, with weather. So you need to have like really nice like weather conditions. So this weekend, it's going to be it's going to be nice. Mm. So we're hoping to do one on Saturday. 
Right, I never thought about that. If you get your mask wet, then it, it kind of um, minimizes that barrier because it might not filter the same way. That's that's interesting. So, so we so we are in desperate need of it. So if anybody wants to donate, we I will gladly take it. So those four ninety five masks. Yeah. There. Definitely. Um, those, now, those are like those are like gold bars right now. Oh, I know, I know. Never, but, never would thought thought of that. But keep in mind, a lot of this stuff, of course, was mass produced. Um, you know, in China, and a lot of um, a lot of things. But everything right now is being controlled by the federal government. Right. Um, well, hopefully uh, that works out. It's good that there's some control on the supply chain. Now, what about what about tests? Are you given a certain amount of tests per day are you given uh, are you able to get a stockpile and then you're you're just so the, waiting for the ball to drop how does how does that work so the big thing actually is the nasal swabs um that apparently we were um looking for um i get kind of like what we need from um dave adams who is in charge of our operation um he kind of tells me exactly what we need and then i kind of go out and, and you know, go into the community and beg for it. So as of right now, um, you know, we could always, we could of course always use more. So if anybody um, would like to donate, of course, um, PPE, we will, we will gladly take it. Okay. How, how should they reach out to you? Should they, um, Literally, they can call me day or night. <laughs> okay, is, I will personally come and pick it up. The number of the center of Methuen is 978-975-0700 is the number um, to my Methuen location. Mm -hmm. um, people can email me. They can text me. They can call me. Um, anything is, of course, greatly appreciated. Okay, great. And uh, Adderley, would you mind uh, catching them up to speed, especially on the um, supplies? And I'm going to send you the number in case you didn't get it. Oh, I got oh. the number. Okay, great. Entonces, la persona tiene que saber que el virus ahora mismo está evolucionando y no se sabe a qué extremo va a durar de ahora a un par de semanas y no sabemos qué, en, en qué tiempo va a alcanzar en todos estos meses, pero la que la gente tiene que saber, y esto es muy importante, que por 14 días uno no puede, no enseña síntomas y lo puede seguir pasando, pasando, pasando. De, por eso es que estamos la orden de 14, porque después de 14 no se le puede dar a la otra persona. Una cosa que dijo la directora fue que ahora mismo el gobierno está encargado de todas los lo equipajes que vienen a los... A lo, al estado, por ejemplo, Nueva York ahora mismo, ahí es que van todas las cosas ahora mismo. Massachusetts cogió 12%, entonces ellos necesitan máscara, guantes, cada tipo de cosas que se puedan donar, la pueden donar a la dirección de Methuen. Si no, y se quieren donar y ella quiere la directora que vaya y la busque en su casa, pueden llamar 978. 975-0700 y esa es la locación en Metúen. Ellos también están buscando isopos de los que son un poquito más grandes porque los exámenes en conducta cuando le ponen el isopo en la boca y después lo mandan al laboratorio. 
Great. And uh, what about uh, the treatment? Are you guys only treating COVID or are you uh, operating as a regular uh, urgent care facility and also treating COVID or, or can you explain that to me? So um, interesting, apparently when we first started doing these drive-through um, screenings, we started uh, apparently in Waltham. We did one in Waltham, we went, did one in Stoneham, then we did one in North Andover. Um, first, we actually test people for the flu, mm -hmm. uh, and then we did we do flu, um, rapid strep, and COVID. And I, I apparently a lot of people tested positive for the flu mm. because all of these symp symptoms are overlapping, right? You have all these overlapping symptoms. Mm. Uh, and yes, every day we are taking. Um, Patients like today, we saw um, you know a couple of patients in Methuen. Um, so yes, we are taking uh, sick patients as, as well. You can't just walk in the door though; you have to call the number first. Um, just just so we don't, don't have any cross contamination. Right, right. That makes sense. So you can prepare. Um, so I just want to give you guys another um, resource. Mm -hmm. So Department of Public Health website mass.gov um it's the department of public health in massachusetts it has a, of course a wealth of information um you, you can get daily updates you can get um the latest counts by county um and it, it can actually literally break everything out for you so um you can get mm. text messages they can you can get more than enough information if people want. This is all where I get most of my information. Mm -hmm. I think this is all really helpful, all kinds of information that we've gotten here. I just want to reiterate, um, and, uh, and I'll, I'll ask Adderley if you can translate this again uh, in case anybody missed it. Uh, if you would like to get a coronavirus test, uh, then and you head to the AFC on Merrimack Street in Methuen, uh, you need to call a number first. Don't walk in. It's 978-975-0700. Uh, they will come out to your car. They're testing every day for curbside testing, and they'll also have availability for drive-through testing. You can follow them on uh, Facebook uh, so that you can you know, see any of the updates that they're doing. I know that uh, Lisa posts a lot and makes sure that all the information is really timely there. Um, and I'll just ask you, Adderley, if you could uh, remind them of that info for me. Well, uh, que la gente sepan, como dice la directora, si ustedes tienen los síntomas y se quieren hacer un chequeo, por favor vayan a la AFC, AFC en Medimax 3 en Methuen y por favor llamen primero al 978-975-975. 0700. Ellos van a salir y encontrarse con ustedes en su carro. La seminación va a ser en el carro, no se tienen que salir del carro. Y también para más información pueden ir a la página de ellos en Facebook y también mandarle un mensaje de texto o llamar a la directora. Toda la información que ustedes tienen pueden ir ahí. También si quieren más información de datos y otra cosa que están pasando en el estado, visiten a mass.gov, Departamento de Salud, y ahí también le pueden dar más información. Gracias. And uh, Lisa, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to uh, talk or give a shout out about or anything that you'd like to reiterate? 
I will definitely um, give you guys, as soon as I find out all the details of the drive-through testing, I will probably have that by the end of the day. And with the drive-through testing, you have to register uh, the day before and you will be asked to come at a certain time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I will send that to you immediately. Um, but you know, the big thing is, is everything's kind of evolving and things kind of, you know, things kind of change. This is kind of like a, things are gray, nothing is black and white here. Um, right. So it's really important for people to keep up to date. Like I said, um, these websites are, are very, very helpful um, for the newest information. Um, but the big thing, of course, here is social distancing, washing your hands. Um, don't put your hands, of course, near your face um, and staying at home. People need to stay at home. That's great. And uh, definitely for anybody who's listening, if you uh, have any stockpiles, maybe in your private business or uh, some other way, maybe you have some masks, uh, it would be great to get those to our uh, local medical professionals who are taking a big risk uh, to go to work and, and to make sure to keep us safe and, uh, and help us. So that's a great way that you can help uh, and, uh, you know, check, check on people, care for each other, you know, make sure that you're reaching out to other people in the community, checking on them. Uh, if people are showing symptoms, urge them to get the test. Uh, I, I, I've heard that there's a lot of people who, um, you know, you kind of might get into denial. It, it sound, it's a very scary situation and uh, you might feel like, oh, well, this maybe is just a cold and you don't want to get tested because you don't want to hear if it is coronavirus. But um, coronavirus for some people moves especially quickly and uh, you really want to know whether you have it or not so that you can follow the proper precautions, keep other people safe and um, make sure that you get the, the medical care that you need. So, uh, so please reach out to um, neighbors and uh, thank you very much. Uh, Lisa and Adderley. This is Lisa Savinelli-Williams, uh, owner of AFC Urgent Care uh, with locations in Methuen and North Andover. The Methuen location is open now and available for COVID testing. And uh, thank you very much to Adderley Gonzalez, uh, who is here uh, to help us with the Spanish language speakers and uh, make sure that they're getting these important messages too. Um, thank you guys so much for being on Methuen Matters. And uh, Lisa, once you get the information for this weekend, I'd be happy to uh, share it on you know, all of our social media platforms. And uh, you know, thank you guys very much uh, for you both being here. And uh, Lisa, thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, I know that it's a lot. I know it's a really stressful time, but uh, thank you to, uh, to you guys and to uh, all your personnel for all the work that you're doing to help uh, keep everybody uh, safe and healthy. Oh my goodness, there's, uh, I am not doing much. The providers do everything. The clinical staff does everything. Um, I'm just getting the word out into the community, but Jessica, thank you very much for helping me spread the word. The education is really, really important to people right now. So I really appreciate your help as well. Definitely agree. Uh, Lisa's amazing and she's modest too. Um, thank you very much. And, and if you ever need to come back on uh, to get the word out, you, you know, you're always welcome. Please let me know uh, what you need. And thank you very much again, Adderley. And uh, this was great. Uh, we'll actually push this out 
uh, as soon as possible, maybe even uh, today. So thank you very much, Lisa, for being here. Oh my God, Jessica, thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful for the time here. Definitely, and thank you so much, Adderley, for translating. It's really important. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All the best. Uh, take care and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you guys for listening to Methuen Matters. This is your host, Jessica Finicaro. Before you go, show us some love by giving us a like or review on our Facebook page or on any of our podcast platforms that you're listening to right now, or share with a friend. Stay tuned for the next episode. Don't forget to send us any tips. And until next time, this is Jessica Finicaro signing off. Have a wonderful day, Methuen. And remember, Methuen matters. Thank you. Thank you.